Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Everybody saddle up your horse. It is time for the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. Thank you. Ooh. Welcome. Donna, Steve, John Hello. McClain for hour one. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. I have, uh, I have a little Ed Sheeran follow-up here. Here's what I think is really genius about what Ed Sheeran is doing. Okay? Okay. Uh, so Don just mentioned during the Dirt Alert that Ed Sheeran is doing a North American tour. We think... Unofficially, Don and Donna just agreed to go together on Saturday, August 12th, when it's at U.S. Bank Stadium here in Minneapolis. Talk about a smart way to do a tour. Listen to this. Ed only does one show a week on this North American tour. That's smart. And it is always Saturday. So he does like 22 Saturdays in a row. You do the show. He probably flies in that morning. Yeah. Does the show. Flies back to jolly old London town that night. And then it's like, wake me in six days, and I'll fly back and do it again. And he will make a gajillion dollars. Well, what he's a selling genius out way stadiums. I mean, he sold out Wembley many years ago. And I remember there was somebody who was like, when Ed Sheeran sells out Wembley, like they were making fun of him because, you know, kind of soft rock guy. Sure. Okay. And... I remember Ed just being like, hey, what did I do to you? I'm yeah, sorry. Chill, yeah, you know, I'm sorry people well, like my music, dude. Sorry about my success, brah. Right? But isn't that a genius way to do it? Because a lot of artists will go, and then you look at their tour schedule, and you think, well, how on earth do you maintain a, a, a life worth living, despite all the money coming in, I'm sure. But it's like, we're in Kansas one night. We're in, uh, you know, uh, Florida the next night. Now we're up to Ohio. And it's just like nuts. Every Saturday. Now, what I do, this is genius. I like Ed Sheeran. Well, it's only because he can sell out a stadium. I mean, if he were playing theaters, he wouldn't have that luxury. Yeah, he's got, uh, I mean, it's nothing but the big ones, too. I mean, it is, if if football plays there, that's where he's playing. Right. Not even like baseball. It's primarily football stadiums, which that, that matters when compared to a baseball stadium because they have more seating. You know, this just occurred to me. Please. It has nothing to do with Ed Sheeran, but kind Wonderful. of. It made me think... You know, you really know, you know who you're... You know what I hate? <laughs> you ever wonder? You really know who your friends are. People say you know who your friends are in bad times. I completely disagree with that. You know who your friends are, your real friends are, when things are good. Okay, now this is interesting and could spin into a whole uh, you know topic of conversation here. Because just to represent the, the, the other side of that is... When you're down on your luck, you're out of a job, you're, you've fallen ill, someone in your family has passed away, that's when you find out who your friends are because they come to you, they draw near. You are 
putting out the total opposite. Explain your side of this. I might I just, be onto what you're saying. Okay, so my point is, it's it's easier to be there for someone when things are bad, right? When things are good, if your friends are cheering for you mm. and lifting you up, that's how you know they're your friend. If they're not, they're not your friend. They're jealous. You know, they're, you know, whatever. And it has to do with them. I just, I don't know why that just popped into my head when we talked about Ed Sheeran and, and what people interesting. like to uh, knock people down when they're successful. Can I so bring up a magician onto the show? Oh. Uh, I know as that long as you don't of... bring him into the show. <laughs> He's not, no. Yeah, you can talk I've, about him. I've talked about this guy many, many times. Uh, Justin Willman, who does Magic for Humans on Netflix. And he's a comedian, magician, television host, the whole thing. But what's great about Justin Willman is even though Donna is physically attracted to Chris Angel, she doesn't like that he's like an illusionist and acts like he's emoting. It's like, okay, buddy, you have a second deck of cards. Okay, quit acting like you're conjuring a spirit. (laughs) Justin Willman is very straightforward in how he does it. So I think that you guys might appreciate him as a magician. But... Um, he, I used to have a podcast years ago and it was called interviews with awesome people. And he was kind enough to come on my podcast that let me be clear. Nobody listened to. And he <laughs> was talking to me about when he gets gigs. Cause he is an agent. He lives out in Hollywood and he's looking to get hosting gigs, acting gigs, whatever. And I thought this was a really wise thing because we all have a part of us, right? I always say we have the, there's the big, there's the big Steve and the little Steve. The little Steve is insecure and mm-hmm. wants to tear people down And the big Steve is like, there's enough success for everyone to go around, find your identity in something that is totally apart from your professional success, blah, blah, blah. Here's what Wilman said. When somebody else gets a job that he wants, what he will do as he, he senses a little stirring in him of like, but why didn't I? And wasn't I better at this and all that? How he quiets that small voice inside Mm -hmm. of him, that like little tiny insecure Justin is he intentionally will reach out to the person and proactively, intentionally celebrate their success to them. Like, I, I want to connect with you and let you know, I like that. great job, this was for you. And that act of feeding the big you, the secure you, is really helpful in not, you know, finding yourself in this jealous tailspin, which is just a no fun place to be. Yeah, yeah. I okay, agree. so, okay, so yeah, Donna suggests... As, as, uh, as Dr. Phil would say... Oh, the prison you create for yourself blocks from the inside. <laughs> right. right, exactly. That is so true. It's so true. But I just, I don't know. I just, I really think that there is a lot of truth to that. You know, like your friends who are like, good for you. I can't believe it. That's amazing that you did that or you accomplished that. That's your friend. So and just to, just to recap, if you're just tuning in, Donna sort of suggesting that the counter uh, counter evidence to what we all hold, which is like, you know who your friends are when times get tough, because they're like, hey, sorry, buddy, you're out of work, or sorry, whenever this happened in your which relationship, etc. Which is great, et too. But, there, but it's I think a, the it, real truth lies huh. on the other side. They're friends who stick by you when you're successful, when you achieve maybe more than they have on paper. Right. Oh, interesting. This yeah. is interesting, Donna. Thanks, guys. And not because you want them to do something for you later. Correct. Genuine happiness. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like we just went to Donna's TED Talk. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Stick them up. That'll be $75 Um, from Donna. What? I'm just saying. I'm going to hit my out of pocket maximum again. I have a family, a brood. Uh, All we do is pay medical bills. (laughs)
Oh, I bet you hit it pretty quick, don't you? Every I year, have. Donna. I oh, never every year hit you mine. Do? Yes. There's been like one year. My wife has a Terminator neck. She's had like four or five spine surgeries. She has. They're not yeah. giving you discounts. And the last one, she just found out, didn't take. She's got loose hardware in her Aww, spine now. Poor so guess what? She's probably going to have to get another one. Uh, guess what? I just paid off <clears throat> my allergy testing yesterday from <laughs> oh, earlier in the year. Oh, that's right. It was like 1600 bucks or it something. It was like really expensive. That yeah. and some other appointment. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, it's expensive to go to the doctor. Then they start harassing you if you don't pay them. And I'm like, hey, it's not going to hurt my credit. Get off my back. Oh, my okay. God. I mean, I'll pay them, but, like, quit calling me. <laughs> yeah. I you told know, you I was going to pay you. Like, settle down, me. And for uh, our hot talker of the day, <laughs> if you've paid off a medical bill, <laughs> send us an email. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We'll read off the medical bills. I my hysterectomy. Oh, John. There How we are go. feeling, by the way? Great. Oh, good. So good. So I think you can ask that, and I can't. I oh. can ask how someone's oh, no, feeling. I don't think I can me. ask a woman how how are you how is your hysterectomy healing? Or, or I mean, you don't have to get specific. Just no. How are I you feeling? Feel great. I was able. You to... miss your uterus. I see. I don't know how to have this conversation. We're going to take a break. We'll, uh, right, also, fine. stuff Glad coming up today. Done. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah, happy Don. <laughs> we can talk about your uterus anytime. Oh, good. Um, why don't you girls talk about it when you go to Ed Sheeran? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Queen. Uh, Rocco's got a cover story for us. That's a new game we've been playing. That'll come up at 1130 today. College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. When we come back, things that make you go, huh? Quickly, do you know that uh, McDonald's Chicken McNuggets come in four specific shapes? Think back to your childhood. Do you know what these shapes are? How many can you identify? I will tell you them when we come back. It's dumb, but you'll like it. Don and Steve on my talk. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Am I right, Steve? Oh, girl, you I said right? it there. That I should mean, be our tagline. I know, it should be. Oh, maybe we should get a billboard or something that says that. Wait, wait, it is our it is our uh, slogan. Yeah. <clears throat> and oh. we do have billboards up. Oh, who knew? Things that make you go. Things that make you go. You know, so many people have said that without me, they'd be idiots. And they go on to say that it's about this segment, things that make you go, huh, where we wake our brains up collectively. I gave you this before the break. Did you figure it out? McDonald's chicken. Oh, Don. Oh, now I remember. McDonald's chicken McNuggets come in four shapes and only four shapes. Here is the question. And really, if you think about it, I only thought they came in one shape. Tell me what the shapes are. If you think of a McDonald's chicken McNugget. What shapes come to mind? Blob. Okay, I <laughs> I might give okay. you credit for one. I would say, because the, they have cookies, and they come in these shapes. Okay. Mm. Ronald McDonald. Okay, you're wrong. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to oh, stop hell. you. Leave Grimace out of this. Okay, I'm going to say... All four of the shapes Grimace. are square. Are, start with the letter B. Blob. Okay, and again, I might give you half a point. Um, I might give you half a point. Ball. Yes. Okay. Basketball. No. Even better. Well, let's just do ball. ball let's just one. leave ball There's as one. There's three other okay. shapes. Oh, I see. Ball. Bat. Are they all bees? They all start with bees. Oh, ball. Ba- baton. Ring. 
Bell. Ring. Bell. bell. Okay. Ball and Bell. And now there are two other ones. The, the, the one that I think of, you have not said yet. Oh, man. Louisiana. Baton Rouge. That's, that's a weird Good clue one. that I just gave you. Yeah. Boot. Louisiana. Yeah, they do look like boots. Oh, yeah, and Louisiana looks like a boot because there is a mm-hmm. baker going right up the middle of the United States, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. And that baker is holding a tray, and mm-hmm. on it is chicken, and the chicken part of the tray is Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm, suck it. Okay, what? so back to the about? shapes. A boot. Boot. We have Let's ball, talk about bell, boot, ball. and brain. Let's see Ew. if this works. <laughs> you could argue Baby. that. I was giving you blob credit for ball. <laughs> okay. Bob. Mike Marcotte. Babe. Babe. Mike Marcotte. Buddy Boo. TCL's local guy about town. Guinness World a Record town. Adjudicator. Oh, there's um, there's your dog walking by. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's your dog. Bow tied, ladies. Bow tied. Bow tied. Starting to feel like maybe this segment didn't go the way I hoped. Oh it man, really didn't for me either. I'm gonna take off. No, please stay. Please let me go. What? <gasps> I re- oh my. No, Irish is only. Oh, this can't be right. Irish is only the third most spoken language in Ireland. English is number one. Polish is number two. I would like to admit this now. I did not know that Irish was a language. I was just going to say that. What, how do you speak Irish? Is it Gaelic? Is it Gaelic, maybe? Oh. Well. My, my grandparents used to own a kennel called Gaelic Kennels. Oh, nice. Oh, cute. Why? Irish wolfhounds Money? were the only dogs that were allowed there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. They were very close-minded. The Dakota Territory split into North Dakota and South Dakota when it became a state because people disagreed on which city should be the capital. The Northerners wanted Bismarck, typical, and the Southerners wanted Pierre. So they said, screw it. You be North, we'll be South. Yeah. Draw a line. No one wants to visit us anyway. North I don't Dakota understand. Bismarck, South Dakota, Pierre. I don't understand Missouri. Dirty old Missouri. Why? Donna. Do I don't understand know? the whole Kansas City thing. Why That's is there a tough. Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri? And how far apart are they from one another? It's all connected. It's all the okay. same city. It's just it that is. part it's of just, it is in one. line that most goes through, the, through it. Most everything is on the Missouri side, by the way, which okay. makes it really confusing. Do you know that the Today Show, maybe 15 years ago, did a story on this, and I'll never forget it, that one of the, there's a street where the time zones, as we talk about state. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply lines where the time zone separates the sides of the street oh neat. so if you look across your street they are in central and if they look over at you you are in eastern which means and this is real it's just one confused street when it's time to turn back the clocks it's weird when it's uh when daylight savings like it's it jacks everybody up the buses come one hour earlier for one side of the streets kids That's to take funny. them to school wow if people you get home plans, from work you go uh, eastern or central yeah you hey go, what time uh, what side of the... should we come over yeah yeah you got to drop a time zone on them that'd be uh. a fun street to live on for about a week yeah yeah and finally, the Rocky Horror Picture Show has been in theaters longer than any other movie. It's been playing nonstop since it was released in 1975. That's 47 straight years. Wow. Love Thanks, it. Steve. Thank you all. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're coming back. Uh, when we come back, uh, you can have a pottery lesson and smoke some pot with Seth Rogen. Oh, boy. Tell you about that. There's a Blues Clues movie coming out. Tell you about that. All sorts of stuff coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey. Don McLean's with us, too. Hello. Listen to this. Fans have paid $40,000 to learn pottery and smoke with Seth Rogen. How so, much? So, $40,000 each. Two people are getting a pottery lesson and smoke session, if they so choose, with Seth Rogen. So, the lessons were one of the items for Seth Rogen and his wife. Uh, it was a live auction, and they do this annual hilarity for charity event in L.A. Okay. So this was on Saturday night. For $26,000, one guest and five of their friends scored a private cooking lesson with um, Chef David Chang. Another paid 24000 for a private skateboarding lesson with Tony Hawk. John Mayer, who headlined... Um, uh, I don't know. He came out and surprised the crowd by offering a signed guitar in a private virtual event, which went for twenty six thousand. They raised like eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. But wow, holy crap! It was Seth Rogen who made the most. Wow, that's cool. So if it's in that kind of way, I'm fine with it. I just didn't know if he had like a website where you're right, like where he's like, pay grand. me money. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um. Huh. I have a question. Wow, this is cool. Okay. Yeah. Had you ever bid on something at a live auction? Yeah, and won. <gasps> Care to share? It was the first time I met Julia, actually. Oh. Um, I was working at another radio station. It was a, a Michael Beerauer, um thing that hangs over my couch now. It's of the, um, oh, God, the bridge with the grain belt sign. Oh, yeah. What bridge is that? Is that the uh, First Avenue Bridge? Uh, it's not Hennepin. 
No, no, keep going. Isn't this the bridge where a lot of engaged couples get Stone Arch? It's not the Stone Arch. No. It's near the Stone. It's you know going over the same river. Um, M ah crocodile, crocodile ah humpback, humpback ah. You forgot two crookets. I did? Yeah. Yeah, you Am just I spelled crookaletta, crookaletta, uh, Mississippi. Crookaletta, crookaletta, uh, <laughs> That's humpback, why we say humpback, Missouri. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll see the Mississippi River. Um, yeah, I paid 500 bucks for it. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking because I didn't have 500 bucks. <laughs> Me either when I bid on something. <laughs> That's what the old credit card was for. Yeah. So, but I I've never it. bid. I've never, and I'd like to. It'd well, feel exciting, I bet. It Especially is. if it's something you really want. You want to get in a battle and you're like, you know what? I know what my top dollar is and I, I'm going to, I'm going to outrun this person. Somebody we know, um, that we work with bid, uh, was telling us a story that he bid on something, a boat just to get the bids up. You know, he didn't uh-huh. expect to win the bid. Yeah. And he ended up with this boat that he he had nowhere to put. Oh, <laughs> he no. had nowhere to store it or anything. And they were like, okay, going once, going twice. Sea monster, you're the highest bidder. No. Oh, yeah. really? Does D-Bone have a boat now that we don't know about? Or did I, he sell I, it? I or? think he ended up selling it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I you got to be careful. I bid on... Um, uh, weekend stay in Colorado. I can't remember what city it was. It was like a vacation package for somebody's home. Yeah, like in Aspen. Nice. And it was for yes. eight yeah. people. Did you win? He, unfortunately, yes. Wow. And did you go? I did go, but it ended up costing me like you know some of my friends chipped in, but some of them didn't, and I didn't feel right about asking them. I paid eight hundred bucks. Whoa! So all they had to do was like every person give like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it would have been fifty dollars a night. Wow! <sighs> uh, but then you know we had to get out there. Yeah, airfare yeah, I mean, is not included often in those didn't situations. Pay. Oh man, <laughs> it's okay. I had a great time. <laughs> Is that what the therapist told you to say? Yeah, right, is that yeah. your mantra? <laughs> well, I had a great time. I had a great time. I had a great time. Yeah. I have a little news. Okay. Colin Jost and Pete Davidson bought a decommissioned ferry. Yes. To months turn it ago. into a nightclub. That's right. Yeah, they wanted it to be this entertainment venue. Thought it'd be cool. It's brilliant. And it looks old school, and it's this old Staten Island ferry. So they had to come up with a name for it. Especially once you say, hey, we're going to buy it. Here's the whatever it was, $280,000. They're like, great. What are we going to name it? They went with the the Titanic 2. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. And Colin Joe, <laughs> he was on Seth Meyers. <laughs> and he said, quote, this is why idiots should not be able to do things. There's so many decisions you have to make. One of them, you have to create a financial entity. We're on a call. And I'm like, how about Titanic 2? And then they end up going with it. He said every insurance company now that they have called to try to get to insured is like, no. wait a second, it's called Titanic 2? Uh, they say also right now uh, there are a lot of obstacles before they can reach their goal of getting it turned into this full-blown entertainment venue that's out there, I guess, I don't know, on the Hudson? Is it on the Hudson? Yeah. Well, they say right now it's basically docked is what Colin Joe says. He said, I mean, it's not going to drift into Manhattan or anything. It'll be fine. It's tied down. He also admitted that the project is monetarily draining at this point. 
He said with a deadpan, financially, it's going great. We are printing money. And then he went, <laughs> he went on to say, it's our own money. It's fairy bucks. But we're printing it desperately, hoping a doc will take it for payment. <laughs> oh, I think it's a really gosh. smart Wait. idea. It's it it's yeah. not bad. I mean, and fairies are pretty big, right? Yeah, this one's big. This is a big old Staten Island ferry. And by the way, if you're ever in New York and you want to see the city, that's the best way to see it is, is Staten Island Ferry completely free. Oh, is free. that right? Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. Oh, it's free? Yeah. Yep. You know, um, I should mention, I just found this out yesterday, speaking of rivers and waters and stuff in New York, on Thursday, this Thursday, um, I have a story that's going to run on Kelly and Ryan, and it was in the Hudson River. And do you remember me telling you about this, Donna? This is where they had me kayak yep. in the Hudson River. And I what? have to tell you, and Don, Never, listen, Don, Don, don't take your headphones off yet, Don. Oh, God, don't say but, that there was like a whale. Well, here's what I have to tell you. A whale. They, I mean, I suppose it's anything's possible. What was the name of those waters, Donna? What are those waters? That it's a, the Hudson River is a specific sort of water, and it's essentially, I'm forgetting the term, but it's where ocean water and river water meet up with each other. And so, as a result of that, in the past, they have had some marine life that you would be more akin to see in the ocean. Right. Whales. No! Yes. You and just so said Dawn, there wasn't going to be whales. No, you said don't let there be whales. And then I said, well, <laughs> let me tell you. So here's the thing, Don. Think about this. I do we love do whales, this... though. I love them. <sighs> I'm with you, Donna. I, I went whale watching in Alaska. You just did it in Martha's Vineyard. I find it, it was like a tran- transcendent yes. experience where you're just 100%. in awe of creation. You don't I care would, about anything I would pass else. out and puke while I was passed out. <laughs> oh, Don. It was beautiful. <laughs> but listen. And they're they're they're... They're they're full of personality. They're just they're well, really why cool. Why you see them breaching for two seconds? What do they do? Turn and wink? They, they do know, like a little very, squirt gun at you. They're very curious creatures. <laughs> they so they kill like to you. come by the boat. No, they don't. They're, like, they're gentle giants. Oh. <laughs> or knock it over. Full okay, of I'm personality. Sorry, Steve, they are. They're they like, breach. <laughs> no, they are. They're very some. Listen. You can believe what you want to believe. I know the truth. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to continue. Don, stay with me here. We're in this kayak situation. And then he says, I'm not a huge fan of rivers. Because I think rivers is where a lot of people can drown. There's like currents and stuff. Yeah. Undertoes, is that what they call it? Gross, like fish. That happens in the ocean, too. He puts me in this kayak. I got this great helper. He puts me in this kayak. I'm I'm on the dock. He then lifts up the front of the kayak... And starts to push me backwards. Now, my back is going toward the water. And I'm like, am I going to tip in? Am I going to tip in? Because let me tell you, the last thing I want is my legs to be in the Hudson River. He tips it up. I go back. I go back. out. No, 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 no. Boom. I splash down in the water. <gasps> I don't. And I, I, I no, but like the kayak does. Okay. I'm in it, but it's rocking a little bit. And then I steady. And Don, I look to my left and to my right. And I am right near where, Donna, help me. You're a New York gal. Who knows that- if body's down there? Don! <laughs> they probably are. We kept them out of frame. Anyway, there was, uh, what's the big ship that they have docked there? Oh, it's that's, really beautiful. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Like it was in a SS war. something something. Yeah, oh my goodness, it's this big, beautiful. Um, no, Mer- that's in you know. Hawaii. Oh, shoot, what is it called? No, Annapolis is Maryland. Uh, oh. I only know that because I visited uh, there the once. The Queen Mary. No, that's in L.A. <laughs> oh my God. Don, stop trying to delay Manhattan? me telling you about the water. No. 
I get in and I look to my right and to my left and I cannot tell you the sense of dread that immediately washed upon me. And here's why, Don. The waters were so dark. And I just thought, how deep is it? And how do we know there's not a whale in here today? Right. You really don't because it does drain into the Atlantic. And then later, I do this. I kayak. Yay, it's fun. And then they say, let's go stand up paddleboard (gasps) in the Hudson River. Stevie Boy goes. And I start to go out there, and I stand up, and my legs started. It was the first time I've ever twerked. Oh, twerked. I was, I was in this, ju- like, and I could not get my legs to steady because I think I was so fearful. It's the intrepid, of, right? The intrepid. Okay. And sorry, I blew Welcome up. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you. Um, it's the intrepid. That There's a big uh, naval ship that we saw, but I was so terrified of falling in, and I kept having to go down to my knees on this stand-up paddleboard, and all I kept thinking was, if I fall in, and I, all I, if I fall in and my legs are in the water, yeah. and I feel something brush against it, <laughs> yeah. that's when you see spontaneous combustion of a human. Yeah. See, you know my fear now. I'm, I know your fear. I'm with it's you, John. I, I hear that. I, I'm terrified of the ocean. Okay. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yes. If I'm on a if I'm on a boat, I feel fine. Mm. If I'm my body is in the water, then I'm just anxiety. I can ridden. go up to like mid, like maybe up to my crotch level in the it, in the it, ocean. If it's like see through, yeah, like you it can has to see be the bottom. in Belize yeah. where it's crystal clear. Where I am going in March. Thank you for asking. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you Don't are? worry about it. Yeah. Why do you keep doing this with your vacations where you plan them, you don't tell me, and then you're like, oh, I'm in Martha's Vineyard. Belize? Please, <laughs> tell me more. Who are you going to Belize with? I'm going for a wedding. Is it on Ambergris Key? Oh. That's where you should go. Don't go to the mainland, Belize. That's trash. Really? No, Dawn, what if that's where Keys. she's going? Oops. Can't say All that. Right. Well, it's kind of dangerous. Oh, great. Okay. Wow, that's an so is that going to be on the show today on Kelly and Ryan? That's going to be on Thursday. Okay, yeah. okay, that's going to be on Thursday. Uh, but I shot I shot it, you know, a little while back when I was there, and they said, "Hey, while you're here, let's go do some stuff on the Hudson River." I thought that aired already. No, wow. No, my tour of Art Moore's closet aired on I Labor Day. I did watch that. Wasn't that, was that great? Really entertaining. It was so. It's it's on my. By Instagram. the way, his house. Interesting color choices. Oh, he has bold paints on his wall, like fuchsia almost, a reddish fuchsia. And he's like, fill your life with color. Oh, he's that's like, cute. You know, yeah, he's, and he's been living in the same place for like 30 years. He's a big wig executive with Kelly and Ryan yeah. and ABC. And, and uh, he's just lovely. And he just could not have been sweeter to us. So that um, we shot a while back, and then they aired that on Labor Day. And now this will air, um, yeah, on Thursday. So if you want to see Steve, I'll, I'll post it, and we'll we'll put a reminder up on uh, the My Talk okay. socials as well. You know what Dawn? I was thinking about just briefly here? I know we have to go to break, um, but the fact that you've done Ring Nation, anybody yes. who auditioned for it or anybody who's in the hosting game like Nick Cannon, Mario Lopez, they know who you are. <laughs> I don't know about You're that. You're on their radar, and they're like, this is competition now for me. What are you trying to do? Get me in some kind of a fisticuff situation? No, with I'm just saying. The, Mario they Lopez? Know you, like, celebrities know who you are. Why do you think that? Because he's now in the game of, he, he's competition. And, well, and he auditioned. I excuse know, me, he Steve. He beat out Here people. Okay. Yeah, with other celebrities. Out? Yeah, tell us what other celebrities. No, there, there were, Come I don't on, even just know. Just give us if, a couple. 
Uh, I don't know if you would know them. Uh, they were, you know, they were like, it was like a grand. Oh, Steve, we need to go to the St. Paul Hotel where they are presenting a live radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. Mary? 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 What, you want the moon, Mary? It's so fun, you guys. December 1st through the 23rd at St. Paul Hotel's Promenade Ballroom. Yeah, so the shows include a three-course luncheon for their afternoon performances. Mm-hmm. Then you get a three-course dinner for the evening performances. Yeah, and the food, by the way, really, really good. This is playwright Joe Landry's acclaimed take on the 1946 Frank Capra classic, It's a Wonderful Life. And this ain't nothing new for... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie S. Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Friends, this is actually the 16th season at the St. Paul Hotel. With your favorite Christmas carols, you get a delicious holiday meal. And then, of course, the story of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, all done as an old-timey radio show. Great for family, great for friends. It's an old-fashioned 1940s Christmas. And these shows, by the way, do sell out. Yeah, book your seats now. You can do that at stpaulhotel.com. Presented by one of my favorite Minnesota nonprofits, Spare Key. They help families bounce and not break. Yes. Uh, by the way, they have a special guest room rate for It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. Go see it. You hear a lot. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Got some breaking news, Steve. Loretta Lynn died today at her home in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. So sad. She's so talented. 90 years old, she oh. was. Oh, man. This, ju- this just came across. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I had a friend who played in her band for quite a long time, really? actually. Yeah. yeah. For the uninitiated, for those who are hearing that name, they know the name, but don't know if they're familiar with the, the specifics of her career. Set the table. Um, well, she, uh, first of all, uh, is famous for mostly for the song. Um, um, oh, my gosh. Um, Coal Miner's Daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she was famous for um, Stand By My Man. Is that her? No, that's Tammy Wynette. I'm yeah. sorry about that. But she um, she was the second of eight children, and she had four kids by the time she was 18, you guys. Oh, my word. At oh. 13, she got married to her husband, who she called Doolittle, and his name was Oliver Lynn. Uh, then she had twin girls, so she had six kids. They later became uh, a duo who I've met. Uh, they went by the name The Lynns. And, yeah, she got her first guitar when she was 18. She immediately taught herself how to play. She played in local clubs before she got the attention of a promoter. And um, that was in 1960. And that had a lot to do with her husband's, like, independent promotion Um which included him driving her to radio stations across the country. Oh, wow. So it's just really sad. I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot from uh, people in the music industry. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's going to be speaking about this. Sissy yeah. Spacek, was it, that played uh, in Coal Miner's Daughter? That she movie? was amazing, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, it's wow. a great movie. If you have never seen it, it's a story. Of Loretta Lynn. Absolutely. And do you remember the song? This came out in 1967. Uh, she reached number one, Loretta Lynn, who just passed, uh, with Don't Come Home a Drinkin'. Yep. 
Um, and then she had a, a partnership with Conway Twitty as well. Yep. They had five consecutive number one hits between 1971 and 1975, including After the Fire is Gone, mm-hmm. which also won them a Grammy. Oh, I love Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, yeah. You Ain't Woman Enough was another one of her songs, but um, very much beloved in the, you know, in the country music community, for sure. So uh, yeah. 90 years old, just wanted to um, pass that on. And uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, all the shows will be talking about that today. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm going to move on to this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Whoopi Goldberg. Ever heard of her? She's a big deal. She was criticized for wearing a fat suit in the upcoming movie Till. That is the movie uh, about um, Emmett Till. Um, you know, the 1955 lynching of Emmett Till, who was 14 at the time. Um, the only problem is she wasn't wearing a fat suit. Oh, Lord in heaven. She explained the situation on The View yesterday, saying that she read a review of the film and the critic said her fat suit was distracting. Woody said, you know, I don't really care about how you felt about the movie, but you should know that was not a fat suit. That was me. She's... She's sitting down all the time on the view. So, well, it was last year. Remember, she, um, I guess she had pneumonia. She was sick, mm. so she was on steroids. Oh, and she Which said, can, yeah, you, you "Yeah, it sure does." I was on some for my headaches. Yeah, and yeah, it, will it put really the pounds does. on. You know, yeah. So she said, you know, it's okay not to like the movie, but can you leave people's looks out of your, you know, criticism? Just comment on the acting. And if you have a question, ask somebody. I'm sure you didn't mean it to be demeaning, but hello. Anyway. Anyway, this is coming out October 14th, but it's also going to be part of uh, Twin Cities Film Fest. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Jayton was here a little while ago. Um, who is, you know, started the, the whole thing, basically, right? The whole mm-hmm. film festival. And so that's, we'll be talking to him more about that because our filmmakers have a, a film in the film fest. So we definitely want to go and support them. So we'll go see that too. Yeah, Not you, cool. Steve. You're, All right, fine. You're, you'll be out of town. Hey, by the way, quick out uh, Will Smith news too. See something, say something. Uh, a trailer drop for his new movie called Emancipation. Ooh. And this is going to be on Apple TV Plus and in theaters, but it's, you know, because there's got to be a theatrical release for something to get Oscar contention. December 2nd, I believe, is when it hits theaters. I read a little uh, article about it this morning saying this is one of those projects that was put on the back burner after the slap at the Oscars last year. Yeah. And it really seemed like it was going to be pushed to 2023. But Apple TV Plus won last year for Coda. They had all this momentum. And so the theory goes, they released a couple of movies that did not maintain the awards season momentum that they thought that had been released in the summer. And so then feeling perhaps like they'd be coming up short or blanked at the nominations for Best Picture, etc., they decided, hey, we're going to put Emancipation out 
December 2nd. Uh, all it's got to do is like two weeks in theaters and then release it on Apple TV Plus and then Will Smith's new movie, which prior to the slap had been getting really positive early critical buzz, could now be uh, nominated for an Oscar. So I'm just putting this out there that we could be living in a world where Will Smith is nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars hmm. this year, which okay. could be an awkward read Ooh. of whoever's hosting and right. you know doing that category. All right. Goodbye. We are closing down the show permanently. No, no, we'll be right back. Sorry. Music okay. News. okay bye. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.